Hilchus Deus Perik Zayin. The Amma will now address the final three mitzvahs of the eleven mitzvahs on which Hilchus Deus is based on. Shleilalach Rochil, not to gossip. Shleilinkayim, not to take revenge. And Shleilinter, not to bear a grudge. Perik Zayin, Halacha Aleph. Hamanagel Bachaver, if someone gathers information about his fellow and gossips that information, Oyev Abalayis, I say, he violates negative mitzvah. Shanem, the Pasuk says, Loyisilach Rochil Bamecha, you shall not go about gossiping among your people. Even though technically speaking, there's no malchus for this for this avera because it's not an action. Deed is generally not. Excuse me, words are not considered a behavior usually, and malchus is only for a behavior. who is nevertheless a great sin. can cause many people to be killed among the Jewish people. Therefore, right afterwards, the Torah says, "You should not stand by, the, stand by the blood of your fellow." To say that by violating the prohibition of not gossiping, it's equivalent. It can actually cause the prohibition of standing by your fellow's blood. Look an actual historical fact: what transpired when Doeg, the Edomite convert, told King Saul, Shalomelech, that uh, the, the 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 Kohanim of Noiv gave David assistance. And Shalom was so enraged that he had them all killed. This, of course, happened during the episodes when Shalom HaMelech was pursuing David HaMelech, trying to capture him and execute him for treason. Halacha Beis. Ezer Rochel, what is the definition of a gossiper? Zesh Tain Dvar, this is somebody who gathers information, Vahiloch Mizel Lezev and he goes from person to person saying, Kacham Replenish, this is what so-and-so said. Kach Shemaitel Replenish, so such and such I heard about so-and-so. Not necessarily bad things, but simply being what we call in English a professional yenta. Even though whatever you're saying is truthful, this causes destruction to the world. Now, this is all in the specific avera, the loisase of not to go around gossiping. There are two other prohibitions, and they also apparently are under the umbrella of not to gossip, and that is, as we'll see now, Lashon Hara and Moetzi Sherma. There's another great sin, even more than this. It's included in this prohibition. And that is Lashon Hara, bad talk. Sometimes translated as slander, but that's not correct, because slander means you're making up stories about somebody. Lashon Hara is accurate. It's just not complimentary. When someone talks about the negativity of his fellow, even though he's saying truth, if he makes up stories about somebody, he says falsehoods about someone to, to uh, uh, talk bad about them. That's called taking out a bad reputation about someone. On his fellow. Someone who speaks Lashon Hara. This is someone who's not lying. Rather, he sits and says, Such and such is what so-and-so did. This is what his father did. I heard about him. All the things he's saying about him and his family are negative things. Uh, uncomplimentary. Regarding this, the Pasuk says, May Hashem cut off all shrewd lips. The tongue which speaks proud things. Amru Chachamim, our sages taught. There are three sins that a person is punished for in this world, and he also gets punished in the next world, and he loses his portion in the next world. Idolatry, forbidden relations, murder, is equivalent to all of them equally. The Chavetz Chaim explains that just like Torah is better, is more important, than, so to speak, than all mitzvahs, and it involves the higher faculties of thought and speech. Lashon Hara is the lowest of all of Averis and involves the faculties of thought and speech. Our sages declared, Whoever speaks Lashon Hara, it's like he denies Hashem. 
Shinemar it says, Asher Amu, those who said, Lashinenu Nagabir, with our tongues we will be victorious. Sifasenu Itanu, our lips are our own. Miyadinlanu, who is our master? Meral explains that just like Hashem created the world through speech, when you use your speech for Lashin Hara, you deny Hashem's creative power. The Edom Chum, our sages declare, Shlesh Lashin Hara Regas, Lashin Hara kills three people. Ha'imre, the one who speaks it, Ha'makabla, the one who hears it and receives it, Vizeshemelov, and the one who it's said about. And these last few words are possibly an addition not written by the Rambam. Ha'makabla, the one who receives it, listens to it, suffers more than the one who speaks it. I stand corrected. It is definitely written by the Rambam, but the Gemara, what the Rambam gets it from, doesn't have this, and it's possible it was in the, the Rambam's gears of the Gemara. Here one could ask the question, I understand why Lashon Hara hurts the speaker because he's doing an Avedo, and the listener because he's providing the speaker uh, with an ability to speak the, the Avedo. But why does Lashon Hara hurt the person wh- about whom it's spoken? The answer to that, as explained in the Kutasichis, is that when something negative about a person is not spoken about, it remains in the uh, reality that's, that's, that's concealed and uh, subliminal. But when it's actually spoken and revealed into, into the universe, that can actually emphasize and reinforce the negativity of the person. There are certain things that are avak lashon hara. There are tinge of lashon hara. They're not exactly lashon hara, but they're similar to it. Kate said, "How so?" Someone says, "If only so and so would act the way he's acting now," meaning he usually acts not correctly, and just today he's acting correctly. So that's implying negatively about him regarding other times. Ishiyemari says, "She's going to be plain. Be quiet about so and so." And I don't want to talk about uh, what happened or what, what transpired. So you're saying that this person did something wrong, but you're not going to talk about it. So again, it's negative light about someone, so it's similar to Lashon Hara. similar matters of this type. If someone speaks praiseworthy of someone else in front of his enemies, this is Avak Lashon Hara. She's a great This is going to cause them to change the subject and talk about his, negatively, his negativity because they don't like him. And you know that. Regarding this, Shlema says, regarding speaking about somebody in a positive way that causes negative talk about him, if someone greets or blesses his friend, in a, great, in a loud voice, early in the morning, it's like, it's, it's like he's cursing him because it's, he's doing so in a, in a situation that talking positively about him makes others talk negatively. Because of the good talk, brings negative talk upon him. Someone speaks Lashon Hara as a joke. Derech calls Rosh lightheadedness as a joke for, with, with uh, not 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 viciously. Meaning to say, he does not he does not speak viciously, but still, what, what, if what he's saying is negative, even though it's in jest, it's still not allowed. It's still Lashon Hara. Perhaps it's not, it's not even a vak Lashon Hara. It's actual, actual Lashon Hara. This is what Shlema said in his wisdom. Like a madman that throws fire chips, arrows, the mothers and death. And he says, Am I not only joking? If someone speaks Lashon Hara in a sly way, for example, in a way that he can claim, I didn't mean to speak Lashon Hara. He speaks innocently. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't know. He can pretend he, doesn't, he does not know. That the thing he's saying is lashon hara. When he, they protest against him, he could say, "Any I didn't know it's lashon hara." Or he's the person doing so. So, for example, you tell your neighbor, "Hey, I saw your brother-in-law at this restaurant," and you know that your brother-in-law and this other person both believe this hechsher of the restaurant is not good hechsher. By saying you saw him there, you're speaking negatively about this other person. Halacha hey.
Regardless whether a person speaks Lashon Hara in front of the person he's talking about or not in front of him, it's still forbidden. And someone who relates matters about someone that will cause. If one person hears it and someone else hears it, eventually it'll cause. It damages a fellow. Physically or monetarily. Or even if it just pains, uh, uh, pains him or it scares him. This is considered Lashon Hara, even if technically speaking it's not derogatory, but it's still not beneficial to that person. If these matters, and with these matters, it's not clear that means these matters that are uncomplimentary, or these matters are going to cause the person harm, whichever way you want to understand the Rambam, if these matters are related in front of three people, then the matters have already been publicized. If one of those three who heard it the first time says it to somebody else, there's no prohibition in that context of Lashon Hara, provided, provided that his intent is not to deliberately continue to publicize it, or or to uh, harm the person or speak uncomplimentary of him deliberately. All these people are considered the Bali Lashon Hara, literally the owners or masters of Lashon Hara, they speak it so regularly. In whose neighborhood it is forbidden to live because you may hear their conversations. It's certainly forbidden to sit with them and hear their speech. The only reason why our ancestors were decreed to wander in the desert for 40 years was because of the sin of Lashon Hara, which the spies spoke about the land of Israel and which the people believed. And if that's the terrible thing that happened for speaking Lashon Hara about land, most certainly if, it speaks, if one speaks Lashon Hara about a person. If someone takes revenge from his fellow, the Rambam now moves on to the 10th mitzvah. He transgresses a negative commandment. And remember, it says, You shall not take revenge. Even though there's no lashes, it's a very bad trait. It's fitting for a person to rise above his feelings. In all matters of the world, people of understanding know these are all matters of vanity. They are not worthy of revenge. What is an example of revenge? If your fellow tells you, Lend me your hatchet. He says back to him, I will not lend it to you. Next day, the, first, the second person has to borrow from the first person. He says this for the first fellow, Lend me your hatchet. He says to him, I will not lend mine to you. The way you did not lend it to me when I asked of you. That's an example of revenge. Rather, when he comes to ask, to borrow, he should give it with a complete heart. He should not do to him as he did to him the first time. Similarly to all these examples. So said David Amalek in his, in his uh, good traits, his good characters. In Gamalti Shomirah, have I done? Uh, have I paid back those who caused me evil? I've even saved them. Halacha Ches. The Ram moves on now to the last mitzvah on which Hilchas Deis is founded, which is the prohibition against bearing a grudge. If anybody bears a grudge against another Jew, he violates a negative mitzvah. Remember, the Pasuk says, You shall not bear a grudge against the people of your nation. What is the example of 
the prohibition of bearing a grudge. Ruven Shamal Shimon, Ruven Shasa Shimon, Hashki Askeli Baizel, rent me this house. Ashlinu Shazer, lend me this ox. Vlayrat Shimon, Shimon did not want to. Yom Bashim and Ruven, some days later, Shimon comes to Ruven, Vitlisha Menu, this Menu, and he wants to rent or buy or borrow from him. Ruven tells him, Helacha, here it is, Harina Mashilcha, I will lend it to you. I'm not like you. I will not do to you as you did to me. If someone does this, he's providing the prohibition of taking revenge by mentioning it. He should, he should uh, erase the matter from his heart completely and not uh, bear a grudge. So not only should he not treat him that way by taking revenge or even talk about it, he should completely erase the matter from his heart. Because anytime he remembers the matter, even if he doesn't do anything about it, he... Maybe he might come to do something about it and violate the prohibition of taking revenge. Therefore, the terror was particular about bearing a grudge to the point that a person erases the wrongdoing that was done to him from his heart and he does not remember it at all. This is the proper trait where it's possible to have a normal social environment and normal business transactions between people without everyone constantly thinking of when they can get back to the last person who wronged them. Thank you, Hashem, for helping us finish the Chazdeus.